So I want to start this episode off by saying this is going to be different. That's a scary thought, but so, I'm excited. So this isn't like written down notes. I'm just we're just going to kind of top of the top of the head this one Ooh. for this one because what I have pulled up are the declassified UFO files oh. from the NSA. Now he raises a question. Yes. There's a lot of that, right? Yeah. Is it? Are we gonna make this a two-parter? We probably won't go through all of it. I've got a couple picked out that are uh, particularly interesting to me. Okay. All right. Um. So yeah, you can find these online. I'm very excited about this. Uh, let me pull pull oh. this back up here. Yeah. So I'm just on NSA.gov. Uh, news features, declassified documents, UFO. Cool. Uh, what are your cookie stuff. settings on the NSA website? Uh, <laughs> are you on a VPN? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, they, if you also want a VPN, go to. <laughs> <laughs> That'll sponsor us. So what I have pulled up here. This is that was for like. Yeah. To avoid the retcon for when they do sponsor yeah. us. I was just gonna go. Now ahead we and, can yeah yeah go back expressvpn.com/slash/mothman. Yeah, there we go. ExpressVPN, if you're listening. Come on. Come on, ExpressVPN. Come on, man. Come on. Do it. Come you know on. You, you know you want to. So what I have here pulled right. up is uh, Communication with Extraterrestrial <laughs> Intelligence by Lambros D. Calimos. Well, hey, do we want to intro what the show is? Yeah, we should do that. Because I feel like this is not going to have a cold open. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's going to um, be a weird thing. Yeah. Well, welcome to My Neighbor Mothman. I'm Levi. I'm Zachary. This is our uh, Cryptids and Unsolved Nonsense Yeah, this uh, is our X-Files show. Yeah, it's our X-Files show. I said that in the first episode, haven't said it since. It's an X-Files show. Yeah, because it's just like, hey, here's a weird thing that happened. It's just like the X-Files. There's there's a lot of like the fans really don't want to know. Are we going to kiss? Are we going to hold hands? Don't know. Are we going to get canceled (laughs) after nine seasons and then come back for a tenth season? That's all right, but not... How many movies are we going to get, you know? uh, Yeah, I mean, are we going to get cool names? Is Roswell going to get his own spinoff with two other guys? Wait, did that happen? Yeah, they did the the Lone Gunman. Oh, yeah, 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 I forgot about that. Uh, The X-Files. Is Gillian Anderson going to swap by, like, just swing on by? Uh, Probably not. I I sure would hope so. I would would risk life and limb. (laughs) To just hang out with Jillian Anderson once. Yeah. Also, I know I've got this off track already. Emma Stone's Cruella DeVille. Yeah. If you are listening, I will do anything for you. <laughs> Listen, there's been there's been the uh, the the Emma Stone like movement going on for uh, like a decade at this point. Yeah, and like I was, and so, rightly so. I was somewhat on it. Like she she's a she's a she's a pretty woman. But man, Cruella Deville. Oh yeah. All right, I don't want to say anymore because it's about to get. Yeah, it's about to get too much. So go ahead, let's talk about let's talk about UFOs. So I want to talk about the first line in this declassified document, which starts on page seventy nine, mind you. Damn, they could they couldn't get it ten pages earlier. Yeah, I know. Uh, the first sentence is, "We are not alone in the universe." 
Now, this is from an official CIA government. This is NSA declassified document. Uh, and this is from, I believe, the 90s, this document. Okay. If it's the one that I'm thinking of. Um, a few years ago, this notion seemed far-fetched. Uh, today, it's the existence of extraterrestrial intelligence is taken for granted by most scientists. Uh... Sir Bernard Lavelle, one of the world's leading radio astronomers, has calculated that even allowing for a margin of error of 5,000%, there must be in our own galaxy about 100 million stars which have planets uh, of the right chemistry, dimensions, and temperature to support organic evolution. With a margin of error of 5,000% allowed... A hundred million stars in our galaxy. That's wild. That's it's been a good week for space stuff. Yeah. The and now we're getting into this the Mars. Did you rover? see the Venus stuff that got yes, that came out? The from what was that? The Russians? Yeah, from the Russians from the eighties. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that, that was absolutely wild. It the rover lasted like an hour and a half. What well, did you see like the the numbers on it when they launched it? Mm-mm. They they predicted it for a 20 minute yeah. lifespan. Yeah. And it lasted like an hour. And someone in the comments was like, "Imagine like you've been working for years and years on something and then you oversleep by you know, an hour and a half and all of your life work is just gone." Yeah. And all you have is two pictures. Well, that was the first uh was it the first Mars rover was supposed to yeah. last like two weeks and it stayed up there for like eight years. I was say, yeah, it was up there for a while. <laughs> Man, I'm so excited. Like I don't I don't want Elon Musk anywhere near it. No. I've I've fully turned on that man in the last year and a yeah, half. I, yeah. Um because he wants to be king of that planet. He does. And this is the scary thing. No one's stopping him. No. No one can stop him. Unless Elon, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Elon, man. And talk about space. You might turn me back onto your side. Probably not. You you really don't have a grasp on just your place in society. Yeah. He's fun, though. He's fun to watch from a distance. It's and, like a train wreck. And pretend not to, that he's not uh, in the same planet as you. Yeah, he's not uh, on the same planet, super rich, and has yeah. the power to do anything he yeah. wants. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, from a distance. He's fun. <laughs> if I if I pretend that I don't live on this planet, man, Elon Musk a real character. Love it. <laughs> um if we consider that our own galaxy, the Milky Way, mm-hmm. is but uh one Marcus of at least Garn. a billion other galaxies similar to ours in the observable universe. The number of stars that could support some form of life uh is astronomical. <laughs> I get it. Astronomical. Excuse me. Um that is rad as hell. Yeah. God, I love space, dude. Do you think we'll do you think we'll get out there in our lifetime? If Elon has his way, uh what, five years from now, we've got Mars. We've got the first colony. The 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 Flight to Mars didn't take as long for that rover as I thought it did. Yeah, because I thought it was like a three-year journey. No, no, no. It's two, two, I think it was two hundred seventy days. Yeah, is what it was for the rover, which is still a very long time to be up in space. Yeah, absolutely. But man, 
it's, it's a much more doable trip than 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 I one like the one to the moon is like eleven hours. Yeah. <laughs> like for 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 like comparison's sake. All right, so let, let's say. Here's an interesting question. Yeah. If if we get there in you know five ten years, would you go? So here's the thing. They have to fix the radiation problem. Uh huh. Because right now Mars is a one way trip. <laughs> the amount of radiation there and back kills you. That's fair. So look, look. I'll be honest. If I if I make it up to Mars, I'm not going to be dying to come back. No, no. I'm going to run off into the Mars wilderness and die. <laughs> be a first first dude dead on Mars that we know. That of. we know. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, uh, I mean, they need they have to figure out that problem. It yes, is, is the big issue for me. And then it's yeah, like, the way to way to get us there without killing us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably not in the five year span, but twenty years, I'd probably go to Mars. Dude, I'd be on that first flight. Just because that gives the option, gives time for some semblance of some sort of society to be set up up yeah. there. It wouldn't be great. It would still suck. But, oh, for sure. But it'd be Mars. But I, I don't have anything useful to bring to Mars as far as Except like skills that I can do. I can do a podcast for Mars. Mars' first podcast. Dude, could we be the first? There's no way we'd be the first podcast. No, Elon would have that. Yeah. And Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan's Mars Joe Rogan cast. would be like, I found a new form of... What is that drug that he does? Is it DH- DMT. DMT. I found a new strain of DMT up here on Mars. <laughs> it's MMT, Mars, and then whatever the other two things stand yeah, for. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> He's like, We're all, we've also got alien UFC up here. <laughs> Because I confuse him and Dana White because they're yeah, bald I mean, white men. They're both involved and they hang, with the and UFC. And they hang out yeah. together. He does commentary. Um, so I think yeah, I'd be on the first flight if I could. I'd be on the first flight. Uh, let's see. Where, where I, was that? Then I would really be a gnarly astronaut. Dr. Frank D. Drake of the uh, National Radio Astronomy Observatory in Green Bank, West Virginia, where everything comes back to. Look, I told you that Green Bank telescope is crazy. Has stated that putting out, uh, that putting all our knowledge together with a number of civilizations which we uh, could have arisen by now is about one billion. There are roughly. By best guesses, one billion civilizations in in our universe. I've never been so excited to be alive. Yeah, it's not a lot of. It's not hard to do to be more excited than I ever have <laughs> been, but I'm more excited than I've ever been. Um, the next question is, where is everybody? Where's the beef? <laughs> So the nearest solar system to ours is Alpha Centauri. It's about 4.3 light years away. So... I don't, I don't know what that means. So light years are how fast it takes light to travel well, that distance. I mean, I know what light years yeah. are. I don't know how long it would take us to, to travel. I mean, if we can go light speed. Well, we can't. No, we can't. So, um... I know that the trip from our galaxy... To the Andromeda Galaxy, using 
near light speed would take like 500 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Long time. Long time. Um, I thought you were about to be like like eight days or something. No. <laughs> I mean, we've got mass relays from Mass Effect pulled in there. Boom. No problem. Geek check. Yeah. Do that new Mass Effect pre-ordered the, the edition that gives you the N7 Mass Effect helmet. Is there... Wait... Is there? Are you talking about the, Mass Effect Andromeda? No, because they're doing the uh, doing remastered it. trilogy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one, two, and three remastered. Probably won't play it's it. Fire. Yeah, the they're only, making them. They're making the old ones good. The only game I'm excited about right now is the new MLB game because it's finally coming next. Yeah, course. yeah. I'll I'll be on that. Yeah, I love it. See that deal that Tatis signed? Mm-mm. Fourteen years, three hundred forty million dollars. Goodness. Signs Mookie or uh, evens with Mookie Betts and Mike Trout for most Jeez. expensive deals in MLB history. Yeah. At like twenty three, I think. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it is. Go back to UFOs. Yeah. So, uh, so that nearest nearest is Alpha Centauri, uh, four point three light years away, according to the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Uh, its planetary system is most likely too young for the emergence of life. So the next two uh, are Epsilon, Arandi, and Tau Ceti, which are 11 light years away. Um, if superior civilizations are abundant, the nearest would probably be at least 100 light years away. Therefore, it would take 200 years for a reply to, be, uh, to come in. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, from our planet to to them. Yeah, assuming that they're looking for it, and they've got the technology to or, receive it, or they want back. to reply. Yeah, um, they, they could be like the Romulans, and yeah. not, not really want to mess with us. And you've like been watching those man. Star Trek movies. I actually haven't. Oh, I've been watching TNG. Oh, let's go. Um. Yeah, I, I watched a lot of it for for months, and then just didn't touch it for like two years, and then I've started watching it again. Yeah, I, I my brain said watch Star Trek, and I just haven't done it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's one of the few shows that I can watch from like a long time ago, and just can put that out of my mind and be like, "This is a good show." Yeah, well, especially TNG's got fucking Jean Luc Picard. Yeah, Jean Luc Picard. With Absolutely, John Luke Picard. Nice with Patrick, it. Sir, pa- Sir Patrick Stewart, fantastic in everything. He's who's in. the? Uh, oh man, who's the the first the first mate? What Riker? I don't yes. know. Yeah, it's Riker. Yeah. I love that dude. If nothing else, from those uh, what was that TV show he did after that? Like, oh, the the unsolved mysteries yes, or whatever. Yeah, it's fake. <laughs> you ever dance with a, with a devil in the pale moonlight? Just asking all the questions, yeah. that cut, and then the we made it all up. <laughs> Super. Cuts. This was fake. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, TNG's good. Um, let's see here. Two hundred years. So I'm, yeah. Like I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about it. Um, like thinking of like how much a society could change in two hundred years. They're like even if all right, so perfect scenario, we send the message out, they can receive it, they want to reply, they reply. Who's to guarantee we haven't just fallen apart by yeah. then? And, th- and that's the thing is, c- c- to put a little, like, if I'm scared now. Two, 200 years, right? 1776, America's founded. 
and it'll happen again. <laughs> 200 years after that. It's 1976. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's an enormous amount of time. <laughs> we, had, we had cars and radios and television. And those pants. And those pants. And the bell bottoms of the hair. Crazy. Um, but, like, now I'm scared of, like... All right, we send a message out. We say, hey, guys, we want to be friends. Yeah. Can we be friends with you guys? And they go, uh, we'll be friends with you if you'll send us a basket of peaches. Um, but our society's falling apart in 200 years. We don't have the technology. like Georgia, we, underwater. No peaches to yeah, be found. No no peaches. Nuclear fallout everywhere. Yeah. And then we don't send, you know. And Only then, peach? James owns it. Full of bugs. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it is huge. It's massive. But like, and then just like them going, oh man, they didn't send us peaches or confirm to send us peaches. Yeah. Let's go fuck them up. At that point, theoretically, we've already fallen apart. So. Well, yeah, but I'm like falling apart. We're at like, uh. Also, that would take them a hundred years to get to us at light speed. Yeah. I mean, but. But this is a 400-year span now mm-hmm. for, for... They get here and not know why they came. Yeah. Theoretically. Man. Um, I also watched Idiocracy. Oh, that's a good movie. Ooh, it's a movie. It doesn't, it doesn't age well, but man, did it, man, did it reflect some, the last four years pretty well. Yeah, no, it did. <laughs> it did, did reflect the last four years pretty well. <laughs> Um, Unless we are uh, terribly conceited, which uh, we are, we must assume that others are far more advanced than we are. Yes, I would. I would hope. I would hope. And even a fifty-year gap would be a tremendous difference in our technology. Yeah. Uh, But it's more likely that a a five hundred-year gap is about where most other civilizations are ahead of us that can com- could communicate back. That's terrifying. Yeah, which is just unfathomable so amount that, of, that's, like... That's 15, 15, 21. What was going on? Dude, we were trying, no, to, trying to settle yeah. America. No, yeah. You we, we had boats. I mean, well, we do still have boats. Yeah, we but we don't barely, we barely use boats now. People are using, like, sextants and yeah. stuff out on the sea. Yeah. We go back in time and show one of those motherfuckers a, a Roomba? Yeah. Here, here's a, here's a TomTom. Figure out where you are. <laughs> this, this is, like, 30-year-old technology. Here you go. <laughs> I was trying to think of something that's like... No, I pulled it up on MapQuest for you. Oh, man, dude, MapQuest. It's terrible. I was thinking about MapQuest recently as I was driving in Tennessee. And, like, having a... I remember, like, having, like, the MapQuest printout in the passenger seat and being like, all right, we've just made this turn in 6.9 miles we're taking this turn. Yeah. And then my mom just did it. Yeah. I, I could not do that if... If Google Maps did not exist and someone was just in my passenger seat, like, hey, in like seven miles, turn left, I'm going to be in a pure panic for 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did I, I miss it? Did I miss it? Oh, no. I, I check 
like I get within three miles of a turn on Google Maps and I check it every yeah. 10 seconds because I'm like, hope I don't miss it. And that's well, that's like when I ride around with my mom, it's like, all right, you got like half a mile. And then she goes, this one, I'm like, you got half a mile. <laughs> like Dude, you got dude, plenty of time. Distance doesn't mean anything no. to me. And it's like, oh, uh, point one, and she's and she just blows right by it. I'm like, no, come on, come on now. Yeah, no. Um, five hundred years. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's quite possible that others have uh, satellite probes in space, retransmitting to them uh, anything that sounds like non-random. Uh, frequencies, frequencies. Um, but they probably called us several thousand years ago and, and are waiting on an answer or uh, worse yet have given up or Dude, probably uh, they have reached such impressive technological advances that they have destroyed themselves which is just the opposite of what we were talking about but from our standpoint because yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's a fair thought. Yeah. Because look at fucking look at the Cold War. Yeah. We got close. We got real close. We got real close. Oh man. This is starting to scare me a little bit. Yeah. Well and that's this is this is where like that sort of um Eldritch horror sinks mm-hmm. in of just like everything is so big around you that you can't begin to understand what is scary yet. Yeah. It's like the... Space is one of the few things that... Like, the openness of it and the un... Just the information we don't have doesn't scare me. Yeah. But now sitting here and thinking about the fact that, like, you know, maybe there is life out there that has tried to reach out to us and we just didn't answer for like enough time and then yeah. it's like all right fucking scrap it no life there well that's what this uh, also says is if they are as much as 50 years behind us technologically then they're useless to us like as far as reaching yeah. out to them because they're where we were 50 years ago and that's and th- but this was 1990s 50 years ago so Dude, we've had like 50 years of technological advances since the 90s. Yeah. Dude. Oh, man. Um, let me see. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> because all the aliens that are out there that we can't talk to. I've got a weird thing. Oh, it's a, it's like a, there's like a binary picture here. Ooh. Of, um,. I'm trying to figure out where this came from. So uh, here, I'll, I'll show this to you though. It's um, but that's what it comes out to if because it's all ones and zeros. Oh man! And it's uh, like two people holding hands, the sun's in the sky. Well, it looks like there's like three. It looks oh, like there's that? the. It looks like there's like a child. Like a baby. Yeah. Um. I believe that that was to represent the uh, size difference between us and them from their point of view, where they're the big ones. I don't like that. I mean, Resident Evil says otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right, then. (laughs) Checkmate. (laughs) I'll shut up now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let me see what this says here. (laughs) 
Uh, so wait, wait, where did that binary picture come from? Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm figuring out here. So this is a pictogram communication. Jason Tatum's good. So this is a uh, hypothetical message made by a scientist uh, as an example of figuring out ways for us to figure out uh, coded messages from the from other places. I thought this was a message we actually received. No. Okay, that's fine then. It's radioglyphs. Uh, illustration just how much information can be covered with minimal amount of material. Do you remember that episode of the X Files with the kid and the static? That's bringing back like repressed memories, yeah. Where um, it turns out to be like new, like uh, coordinates of like all kinds of crazy UFO stuff. It's that kid. Um, and then it creates a uh, it creates a, a picture. Yeah. Of I just woke up, Gracie May. Um, man, I don't remember much about that episode. I just remember that little kid just staring at the TV, and then like it's all these codes are just leading to something, and then they like walk up the stairs and look back, and it's like a picture of I think like a face. Man, codes are codes are weird and scary. Yeah. So this is, and this next thing is like a grouping of letters uh-huh. um, that they're using as a, another, like, uh, for mathematics and, and like, coordinates and that sort of thing. Also, for everyone listening, I'm sorry if I sound weird. I've kind of got, like, a, I'm stuffed up a little bit. I'm feeling kind of nasally. I'm sorry, I got a headache. So I'm, I'm pulling back up the, uh, the website I was on so I can open this next... Uh, document here. Let's open these PDFs. <clears throat> so, uh, this is extra extraterrestrial, uh, ooh, extraterrestrial intelligence by Howard H. Uh, Stark campaign. Uh, most recent issues of the NSA technical journal. Um, but this is proof for release 2004. So uh, recently a series of radio messages were heard coming out, coming from outer space. Transmissions uh, was not continuous, but cut by pauses into pieces, which could be taken as units. Uh, for they were repeated over and over again. Pauses showed here as punctuation. Uh, various combinations have been represented by letters of the alphabet so the messages can be written down. Each message, except for the first, is uh, given only given only once. The serial number of these messages has been supplied for each reference. So the first message, it repeats three times. The second message is a series of two space one, three space another, like four. Like it's 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 ascending uh, lumps, letters, and numbers. Godzilla for a second, the way he the way he was like 
structuring his face straight up looked like a Godzilla person. I didn't like it. I think I'm losing my mind over here right now. Yeah. Here's, I'll, so wait, I'll, right, I'll show I, you this. I had a question about this. Yeah. You said You said it was proofed for release in 2004? Yes. So when is the document actually from? It does not say. Okay. This is pages 117 and 118 of this, uh, of another. So they, they declassified everything, but they didn't. Yeah. And there are like some 20, 2400 pages or something that, that were declassified. So this is the, the message that they received. And it, the way that they've broken it down. And it continues on the next page. It's it's hard to describe. It's because of the way they've written it out. So it's like A comma space C A A comma space D A A A comma space E. Like it's it's a yeah. whole like. So I um I understand it's part of decoding. Yeah. Um, but I think it's. There's no way for them to decode these messages. Yeah, we don't have a key. Well, even but like we don't even have a place to start for a key. Yeah. And so like, what are these things? What what do these messages say? I, I think it's uh, ignorant of us to think that these people are these creatures are sending us messages in English. Yeah. Well, no, it would just be a anything that can be decoded in so, English. So theoretically. It could be written in math. Well, yeah, but then that's an assumption that they do math the same way we do. But that's the but that's the problem is that's the way math works. Math works one way, as far as we know, because math is the universal language kind of thing. To where two plus two always equals four. That's because everywhere in the that's, universe. That's because it's just our a, math says. That. It's just a matter of which units you replace those with uh -uh, math's fake fleet plus fleet people equals florp math fake i mean yeah everything's math fake, fake time fake you know you know uh you don't see anything that's you're not directly looking at so it might as well not exist hey as someone with very severe object permanence issues <laughs> yeah. yes yeah <laughs> but, but apparently because your eyes not focusing on it it's just nonsense back here uh, if uh, if I don't see someone or talk to them for two weeks, I will forget they exist. Yeah. All right, and I'm trying to find one last one here. Um, there it is. This is concerning the 1947 crash near Roswell. Ooh. So, um, hey, wait. Let's see what he's gonna say. This is oh man, from... he's speaking in math, the <laughs> universal language. God damn it! This is from July twenty eighth, nineteen ninety five. Uh huh. Uh, I was eight. Nineteen ninety five. Yeah, I was. I was. I was hoping you were gonna let it go for like two minutes. And be like, wait a second. I was like, I was. I was one. So <laughs> that that math doesn't check out. I was not born yet. Um. To, this is written from the National Security of uh, International Affairs Division uh, to Stephen H. Schiff. Schiff. Fake name. Uh, of the House of Representatives. 
<laughs> so you probably find him. Doesn't mean he's real. Uh, in July, on July eighth, nineteen forty-seven, the Roswell Army Airfield uh, Public Information Office in Roswell, New Mexico, reported the crash and recovery of a flying disc. Uh, Army Air Force personnel and the RAAF's five ninth bomb group were credited with the recovery. The following day, the press report that the commanding general of the U.S. Eighth Air Force, Fort Worth, Texas. Announced the that the that RAAF personnel had recovered and crashed a tracking radar weather balloon, not a flying disc. After nearly 50 years of speculation uh, on what crashed at Roswell, some observers believe that the object was of extraterrestrial origin. In in the July 1994 report on of Air Force research regarding the Roswell incident, the Air Force did not dispute that something happened near Roswell but reported that it was most likely source of wreckage was from a balloon-launched classified government project that uh, project designed to determine the state of Soviet nuclear weapons research. Uh, the debate of what crashed at Roswell continues. So this is a report stating that they still don't know what that crash was. Basically. This is NASA, or not NASA, NSA saying they don't yes. know what it is. This this is, this is, yeah. Is the NSA saying that the reports are still conflicting in 1995. And who filed the initial report? Was it the RAAF? Yeah. yeah well, it would have been the Air Force, I guess, technically. They filed the report that it was a flying disc. That it was a, no, that it was a weather balloon. Okay, who filed the report that it was a disc? That was the initial... Hang on. This was the Army Air Force. Okay. Yeah, man, yeah, because it was that long ago. <laughs> I wonder... I wonder where those pilots are. Dead. Time-wise. 47? I mean, they'd still be, they could still be alive. They'd, they'd be old. They'd be like 80. Yeah. And I'm sure they've been harassed, like, nonstop. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to think of, I think a five-year bubble of a mysterious death would be enough to convince me that that it was a flying disc. Yeah. Um, also, I didn't realize the NSA had been around since 2004. I thought that was a thing, like, relatively recent. Oh, NSA, oh no, NSA's been around long, uh, longer than that. Let's find yeah. out. I didn't know that. Hey, Jakey Poo, thank you for the sub. Oh, thanks, Jake. What is it? Oh, it just... Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's just, just an alert. Thanks, Jake. Come, uh, let's find out how long the NSA's been around. In, in what form. Um... Concerned that the Department of Defense may not have provided you with all the available information on the crash, you asked us to determine the requirements for reporting air incidents similar to the crash near Roswell to identify any government records concerning the Roswell crash. Uh, you want to go out to Area 51? Yeah. Obviously, we're not going to Naruto run into the yeah, base. That's what but... you think. 
I'm sure. If NSA you... has been around since 1952. Man. I didn't. I, I genuinely thought that was like a 2010s thing. It's because they started doing all this shady stuff. Yeah. They're listening to you through your cell phone and all that. Uh, we conducted a, an extensive search for government records related to the crash near Roswell. Uh, we examined a wide range of classified and unclassified documents dating from July 1947 through the 1950s. Now, who's saying this? This is the NSA to the uh, House of Representatives, man. Hmm. Um, these records came from numerous organizations in New Mexico and elsewhere throughout the DOD, as well as the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the Central Intelligence Agency and the National Security Council. The full scope of meth and methodology of our work are detailed at the end the of the report. Full scale of meth. Uh, Alright. And this is like a 21-page thing, so I'm just going to try to find some highlights here. Um... In 1947, the Army regulations required that air incidents re- report air incidents reports be maintained permanently. We identified four air incidents uh, reported to the Army Air Forces in New Mexico during July of 1947. All of the accidents uh, involved military craft and occurred after July 8th, 1947. Uh, the date the RF RAAF public information office first reported the crash and recovery of a flying disc near Roswell. Uh, The Navy reports no such air incidents in New Mexico during July of 1947. The Air Force officials told us that according to record-keeping requirements in effect during July 1947, there was no requirement to prepare a report on the crash of a weather balloon. So those records didn't get kept, is what this is basically saying. Because it got reported as a weather balloon. Yeah. Yeah. So my my wonder is, and this might be something I have to dig into just on my personal time. Mm-hmm. What what kind of restrictions were there on, or what what was the limits on what had to be reported and what didn't have to be reported? Yeah. Because they you know they say directly if it's a weather balloon you don't have to report you don't have to keep that record. Yeah. It was and it was the. If it's a military problem, then you keep your report. Okay. Um, our search for government records concerning the Roswell crash yielded two records originating from 1947 and July. A July of 1947 report, uh, history report by the combined 509th Bomb Group and the RAAF and an FBI teletype message dated July 8th, 1947. The 509th reported report noted the recovery of a flying disc that was later determined by military officials to be a radar tracking balloon. The FBI message stated that the military had reported that an object resembling a high altitude weather balloon with a radar reflector had been recovered near Roswell. Uh, I just I don't I just don't believe it. Yeah. It's it's. There are no other uh, branch agencies uh, records on the crash. Okay. Yeah, and then it breaks down just who they talked to and and tried to find information about from the FBI and CIA. 
and like specifically where they got the paperwork and stuff. Yeah. I just like this is one of those things that I, I really need someone with more free time to go through all 2400 pages and find the juicy stuff that that's that's what basically like I wanted to get get on this because it did just come out we've had Mars stuff happening right yeah. now so this is a good time to talk about that sort of thing um, and Roswell is its whole a whole other beast on its own to talk about but I felt like it was a, a good time to mention uh, the these CIA declassified Rocks, yeah. UFO documents that are that are out and about right now. Um, I might I might spend some time this week digging through some of that stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Dude, the, I, I'm just I'm stuck on the the weather balloon thing of 1947. Mm-hmm. How how advanced are these weather balloons, and how how is a weather balloon crashed without without some company being like, hey, hey, that was ours, yeah, yeah, and without like, if you're a, and if, it's so it's a satellite detecting weather balloon first of all, and why? it's yeah, why, why? Because they wanted to know about the Soviet uh, nuclear. Uh, arsenal right but at the same time who funded it if it's not a government if it's not a military uh you know involved thing where they would keep those records and i guess maybe it could be a thing of them not wanting to admit that they're doing that yeah but this is in 90 in the 90s we're well past that that's the cold war yeah but i'm sure they still don't want to come out and be like hey yeah we were we were poking around trying to figure out if you had stuff but that and but at the time too that would have been the ussr that they were keeping taps on that's fair it's a totally different country now theoretically on paper on paper (laughs) by name man i don't know that that it doesn't it it doesn't make sense that they would continue to double down on the bit yeah but also like i'm thinking about it if you're if you're out there in the RAAF, chances are you're a pilot. Mm-hmm. Right, well, and you said it was like the bombing division, right? The 509th? Yeah. It was like a. It was like the Army Air Force at the time. If you're someone who's in charge of that kind of equipment and in charge of that level of just technology, I, I don't believe that you don't you don't see and immediately recognize what a weather balloon. Looks yeah, like. your initial report would have said balloon. Uh, hey guys, this is just some stupid balloon. It's fine. Yeah, your initial report uh, wouldn't have been the fact that it is a flying disc. A flying disc. Um, I don't know. I want. I'm definitely gonna read some more. On so that, that that's what that's what I've got right now for uh, for this episode. What, what, I just want to talk about aliens for a minute. That yeah. was cool. What are we at? Time wise, four fifty minutes. Man, time flies. It's a pretty decent one. Um, yeah, dude. I don't. And I'll I'll shoot you the links to this. Yeah. Just because <laughs> we, we can post we can post them on Twitter kind of thing. Yeah. Get some alien people in there talking, talking on our Twitter. Maybe get some aliens talking. Maybe on our get Twitter. some aliens. You think aliens got Twitter? Hey, if you're an alien, you have a Twitter account. Uh, Follow me. Yeah, yeah, hit us up. 
<laughs> oh man. <sighs> Sorry, I hit him in No, you're good. I also just realized this week's end of the month. I probably won't have much time to read into that. Yeah. But I, I will before the next recording session for sure. Yeah, no worries. I hate end of the month. It's so bad, dude. Especially with it being a short month. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. February. Yeah. We're about we're about back to the one year of everything shutting down. Sure are. Well, we'll we'll put shutting down in quotes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, as as shut down as Georgia can get. Dude. Which is uh, not at all. You're telling me I have to wear a mask? And you're like you're going to Walmart. You should probably do that anyway. It's gross there. That, that's my thinking, and I think we might have talked about this probably off the podcast. I'm probably not going to go back to not wearing a mask. Yeah. Like, gonna just everything's just kind of gross just, outside. Just going to do it in the Japanese style. Yeah. Wear a mask everywhere. Need to get a better one. Though. Well, I'm not feeling well. I put on my mask. Yeah. Keep other people safe around me. Then the whole then the whole store doesn't get sick and no one has and no one can work shifts. That sounds like it's coming from personal experience. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I've worked in some places like that. We've worked in places together yeah. that have been affected yep. like that. <laughs> um, oh, I can't like I can't tell if I'm super excited about all this alien stuff or if I'm just terrified. It's both. It's yeah. It's absolutely both for me because it's like the existential dread of now. Look how big this is. You can't even begin to fathom it. For me, it's not even that. It like because the 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 bigness of the universe and my relative smallness does not really bother me. It's the, I think it's the fear of missing out on it. Yeah. I mean, it, it might be the fear of being given up on. Yeah. I think, well, I yeah, think, that's... I think bothers me for, for several reasons. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a fun one. Just, yeah. Cause like, I'm just thinking about in like space movies, you know, when, and I, and I love any space movie that is the plot is oh man got trapped in space yeah figure it out yeah and just thinking about like a, a civilization out there going like man I wonder if they've got some cool stuff down there on earth let's, let's check in with them and see and they and they showed up in the 1400s well but I'm saying they didn't even they don't show up yeah they just send a message and they're like oh we never got a response. Yeah. They, they, there's probably nothing down there. Also, I want to talk about the naming conventions for planets. Okay. I'm going to go blow my nose real quick. Okay. I have I have gripes with the way that we name we name uh, planets. Is this no. It's because we started just giving them letters and number designations. Oh, okay. You're talking about outside of our solar system. Yeah. Yeah, out, outside of our solar system is, 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 what, he's talk, is what I'm talking about. And that's bullshit. You need to give these planets real names. I, I need fun things that I can point out and reference on a on like some sort of star map in in the future. I don't want I don't want to go to T forty eight sixteen. You know I want I want to go I want to go somewhere somewhere with a rad name. Now, here's a option. Yeah. We could have run this one a little long, and uh, since we don't really have a cryptid fight club or a, a yeah. cryptid court, you want to go through naming some planets? I mean, we can. 
have to pull up a list of... Uh, you want to name five planets each? Five planets each, all five right. Five planets each. Let's I'm going to uh, start thinking over here. Yeah, I'm going to pull up like some some uh, planets uh, that are outside of our solar system. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> I, I only have one name in mind. Oh. So I'm sitting here and I'm brainstorming. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any other thing. Dude, the, ve- the I just keep going back to like the thinking Venus of the pictures. Venus pictures. Yeah, They're so crazy. cool. Everything's just and then like the the uh, what was it? The Mars video with sound. I didn't see the video. The video has sound of Mars. I saw I saw that first black and white picture. That's yeah. all I've seen. You can't tell me they couldn't put a 4K camera on that shit. I'll I'll. In between episodes, I want to watch that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so we were talking about uh, the the light speed, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. One light minute is a eleven million miles. Do you remember um, my first introduction to the concept of light years? I'm sure it was yours as well, which is uh, that trainer in Brock's gym. Oh. And Pokemon Yellow, Fire Red, and Leaf Green. And I guess Red and Blue as well. Yeah. Why didn't they make a green one? They did. It was in Japan. Ah. Japan Japan had Pokemon Green. This is bullshit. We got Pokemon Blue. That's fair. Then we got Leaf Green for the remake. Yeah. Are you going to watch that virtual concert? Next Saturday, with Post Malone. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm if I remember. Try, I'm gonna try to. I'm scared. I'll forget about it. All right, here we got, we got, we got three giant worlds found orbiting twin suns. Okay, so all right, we got three worlds. Yeah, they're so we, they're orbiting twin suns like Tatooine. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So we can both name one, and then we can come together and name one. Together. Yeah. So, um, let's see if I can find the names of, if they've named these planets, some fucking number. So the twin stars, first of all, are HD 133131A and HD 133313B. So those are the suns. Those are the suns. All right. Horse shit. Yeah. (laughs) I've got an idea. Okay. Naruto and Sasuke. Yeah. And then the shittiest planet, Sakura. Hey. No. <laughs> shittiest planet's fucking... What was the third Ooh. Hokage's name? Ooh. Oh, I thought you were about to take a, get a spicy hot take on one of the like the kids from that era. Stinkiest planet, Kiba. Oh, man. What did Jake say? Sakura's the worst. No. She's fine. She's fine. She's, she's fine. She's, she's pretty good in Boruto. She's probably the only character from Naruto that is better in Boruto. Yeah. Man, did you see what happened? No. Do you want do you want spoilers? Sure. Yeah, they killed Kurama. <gasps> in the new chapter in the manga. My gosh. Yeah. That's interesting. That'll go that'll go places that, that might be neat. Yeah, Sasuke also lost his Rinnegan. Oh no. Yeah, Boruto put a fucking kunai through it. We've got so we've gone f- back. We've got a power reset, is what we have here. Yeah, this is what Dragon Ball needs is a power reset. It's coming at a, a man. Fucking welcome to Weeb Talk. Yeah, 
Um, it's coming in an interesting time because the anime has just introduced uh, Kawaki, I think is his name. Yeah. Which I think is... I think he's an Uzumaki somehow. I'm not caught up in the show, so I don't know how, but that's going on, and then the manga is power resetting Naruto and Sasuke. And Kishimoto, or whatever his name is, come out and said, like, hey the tailed beasts all die at one point like they'll come back yeah you know just like the three tails did so you're fine um yeah that was weeb talk so those, those twin sons are named naruto and sasuke so they've opted to name this one this planet it's bigger than jupiter it has an orbital day period of 31 hours okay um they've named it t-r-e-s 3b sounds like a um Sounds like a Green Day album. <laughs> but, like... If, if, I, I don't have good names to come up with these. Alright, so 31 hour days. What are some other details about it? Do we have anything? Um, what color is it? We, do, we don't know really any of that. Okay. Because a lot of those colors that are on like planets that we find are yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is currently undergoing orbital decay due to tidal effects and has nearly twice the mass of Jupiter. Okay, so it's dying. Yeah. I'm going to call that one my will to live. Dang. Bangarang, folks, seek mental help if you have, if you're sad. Um, yeah, I was, I really just wanted to do a Naruto joke with naming these planets because I now realize that there's no way I'm going to think of something cool. And see, here we go. This is, so there's a, Name Exo Worlds campaign in Liechtenstein um, that named this planet Umbasa. That sounds familiar. Yeah, it's something. Um, but uh, well, there's new, there's Mombasa, like the city. Okay, that might be. Uh, but like, you you don't don't use the number designations give everything a neat name yeah but there's so many languages that we can all choose to pull from like we give we give genus species there's there's a there's a gene in your body right now that they discovered that is named after sonic the hedgehog what yeah what yep it's nonsense. And so now, at press conferences, because it turned out it was important, they've got to refer to it as Sonic the Hedgehog. This is my favorite thing that's ever happened. Yeah. Is it a... It's, it's like a... It's uh, a control. Something to do with sex? Yeah, exactly. It all, was, all the pieces fall together. I was jokingly going to say yeah. dick size. I, I don't remember exactly what it is because I, of that. Uh, I, I don't know if that started on Vine or not, but that Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, listen, nothing with Shadow the Hedgehog started on Vine. Hey, nice cock. <laughs> That's fucking god. Um, hang on. On the topic of Sonic. Yeah. Did you, see, did you see they're making a second one already? Yeah. Did you see the first one hit Hulu? No. Yeah. I'll have to watch that again. I'm probably going to watch it today. <laughs> uh, 
Sonic the Hedgehog gene. Here we go. Here we go. Sonic is the Hedgehog just a of Sonic is, genes? is a protein that in humans is encoded to the SHH gene. Uh, it's the best studied gene of the best studied uh, ligand of the hedgehog signaling pathway. Others are des- uh, are dessert hedgehog and Italian hedgehog. It pl- it plays a key role in the development of animals as distinctly related to insects and mammals. It's it's nonsense because it turns everything in the sentence revolving around hedgehogs. Science fake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, invertebrates. It involves the organogenesis, including the growth of digits on th- on on limbs, and the organization of the brain. Sonic the Hedgehog is an archety- archetypical example of morphogen as defined by Lewis Wolfert's uh, French flag model, i.e. a molecule that diffuses f- to form a concentration gradient as a different effects on the cells during, a, during the development of an embryo. So but, it, but it ruins everything because it turns it into keep, Sonic Hedgehog. Yeah. So the Sonic the Hedgehog gene... Mm-hmm. It's a protein. Is a protein, yeah, that controls us from controls something important all the way from embryo, yeah. Oh, the development, the so development good. of limbs and digits. Oh man, <laughs> you're telling me if my Sonic the Hedgehog gene went wild, I have 14 <laughs> fingers, yeah. like Sukuno and on, on the Hedgehog signaling pathway, mind you. <laughs> Which they they have shortened to. SHH because okay. then they don't have to refer to it as Sonic, Sonic Hedgehog. Hedgehog. <laughs> but yeah. And this Science is, is one just big shit. And this stuff. is why the aliens have forsaken us. <laughs> because Sonic Hedgehog. I've never been so happy about science. But also <laughs> so very angry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking about some dude who spent 18 years being like I think I want to be a scientist and yeah. like eight years in college just to have to say Sonic Hedgehog at press conferences well and then the guy who discovered it goes Sonic you guys know what game I like <laughs> the the blue spiky one uh, and then okay so uh, one last thing about aliens my mom had proposed this earlier yeah that the uh, the Bigfoots and all are those aliens? large apes are aliens which would which would explain why they're rarely seen, and why they are so much bigger than us, while still looking fairly humanoid. Assuming that evolutionary pathways were similar on on their planets. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I can't. We. I can't argue against yeah, it. Yeah. It makes sure. It makes sense. It makes it makes enough sense. It makes as much sense as anything else exactly. we're going to talk about. Exactly. Uh, that will do it for this episode of My Neighbor Mothman. Yeah, I'm going to sit on the couch and cry for a little bit. The existential space crisis Mothman. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I'm Zachary. I'm Levi. Thanks for listening. If you uh, want to interact with us on Twitter, you can go directly to the podcast Twitter, which is at Mothman Podcast. You can... Uh, talk to me directly on Twitter at Baby Mothman. And me at Levi Carver, L E V I S Carver. 
um, you can email us at thatmothmanpodcast at gmail.com. Man, I'm like five weeks yeah, in a row. Yeah, no, this is killing it. It's because they. It's because you did all that math. Man, I hate math so much because it's so fake. <clears throat> Jake's going to have a fun time with that once yeah. he listens to this. He's listening right now. I don't know. Um, I want to shout out to Coralie. Her username on Twitter is at L-Y-C-H-A-N underscore Lycham. She uh, she did our artwork for us. It's beautiful. Love it. Might have her do some more. I've been thinking about it. No. Thinking about it as like I, I want to I want to get like I want some 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 merch for myself. Yeah. 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 And I, I was thinking about that on my way over here, listening to some Shine Down. There you go. Thinking about what kind of cryptid I want to wear on a T-shirt. There you go. I gotta still design that uh, Cryptid Fight Club shirt. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, if you are into esports at all, uh, follow our friends' organization at Last Round Save. Uh, you can direct all questions about that, and also tell us how you feel about esports. Yeah, but direct that to our esports account at g-r-i-n-a-s-t-y it's where we do all our esports talking uh-huh all our esports talking um trying to think of if there's any other accounts we should shout out uh he said no stop pimping my shit <laughs> no <laughs> What are you going to do about uh, You can find uh, VODs on our Twitch and watch us live at twitch.tv slash Skeleton Crew Gaming. And uh, the recorded episodes will go up on the Board Nerds YouTube channel. Well, what if they want to buy merch for the other stuff we've done? Oh, you can do, you, do you still think the word cucks is funny? I do. I do. We've got, we've got a t-shirt for that. It, yeah. It's in the Friends font. It is in the Friends font. Where can you buy that at? You can buy that at board, boardnerds.store. You sure can. You can buy all kinds of stuff there. Yeah. There's beanies. There's a, there's a t-shirt for a show that we don't do anymore. I don't even remember what that is. It's the Board Nerds show. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's got kanji on it. There's a lot of stuff on there that hasn't been yeah. touched in a minute. We, yeah. Our Patreon hasn't been touched in a while. We gotta. Uh, we should get back on that. Me and you. Yeah. Let's get back on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. We Let's gotta. do some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You want to make, like... Dick print shirts? I mean, we can. Probably shouldn't. Probably. We get some uh, gray shorts that have like a shadow on them. The hedgehog? Yeah, like shot of the hedgehog on the crotch. Can it can be like a man? <laughs> just leave this in at the end, yeah. I guess. It's fine. Let's just get some gray shorts that have got like a hedgehog dick print. Yeah. So it's terrifying. And everyone will think that you oh. need to go to a doctor. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, no, I'm down to... Alright, you want to give some warnings? Um, man, this is a weird one. It's hard to give warnings for this one. Um, don't go outside, of course. Stay inside. Go to sleep early. It's like, look, it's funny when you don't get a lot of sleep, but it's also so nice to have sleep. So, don't go outside. Go to sleep early. Um, don't Naruto run into military bases. Unless there's a bunch of you, and you're very strong. And one last final warning. Don't go silently into that dark night. I don't think that's the right words. Go ahead. That's good enough. I'm rebranding it. There you go.
that's a that's a Zachary original. 